0: There's a new Porsche 718 and a new Ferrari Daytona this week in the news. everybody welcome back to the automotive news i am your host primo and today we're going to be talking about two very cool subjects first obviously the porsche 718 gt4 rs and the ferrari continuing its Icona series with the new daytona uh, this car is actually it's going to bring back something to you 80s guys that i think we didn't really realize we we needed until we saw it, uh, but it is a big step back uh, to kind of remember what for, what brought Ferrari here in their history, kind of in the Daytona series. Uh, but yeah, before we do that, don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't hit the bell icon because you want more news. You got more stuff coming in. Uh, If you guys are ever on Spotify, don't forget to hook up so you can continue to see some of the great stuff that we're putting out. Uh, We're going to be recording a show tomorrow for Wednesday. Uh, But, yeah, check in for the Wednesday show, uh, which is more of an overall kind of automotive feel. Uh, But, yeah, the thing is, these are both great shows. We're going to continue to have some great guests on. We're trying to expand a little bit, so we're we're getting into some people that are going to be more. uh, That's something that we kept getting contacts on is we keep getting the stuff from watches oakley is making a great line of ferrari glasses some of them are pretty out there so if you haven't seen them it's something that you want to take a look at i don't know if they're trying to keep it limited to just their buyers like they are for some of their big name car brand stuff but uh overall it's some stuff that even if it's not for me it's definitely fashionable uh and the other thing that i see on kind of the lamborghini front is roger dubois doing a lot of stuff and roger dubois does some really cool watches in general It's kind of the watch that I'd like to use, but there's so many good ones out there that. I mean, it, I think it just ends up running into, you know, the car brands that they do. And that is something that watch brands, a lot of people tell me they they don't get them. So I want to have some more people in that kind of can talk watches, talk other stuff. And we're going to continue to do some product reviews. I have a product review coming right up uh, at some point here that we have uh, something to test uh, that you can get for yourself. So if even if you don't have deep pockets out there and you're not able to spend a ton of money on something, you know dial in and see what's up so yeah uh so again we're we're here on uh, youtube we are on spotify we're on apple and we're on google so uh if you do have an opportunity of those you have any of your favorites you can look us up and check us up there so yeah the first thing i want to do today adam chamberlain uh, is the new president of aston martin of the americas uh, he comes from mercedes-benz where he was the vp of sales and product management Uh, And it's a brand that really excites me. It's It's like Aston and Lotus and Jaguar. There's a couple of brands out there that have that kind of niche that it's a specialty kind of connoisseur esque luxury that i really dig and uh, that's something I, i really like the idea of seeing this new lineup and seeing where it's going from the big thing today is obviously the big two cars that we're going to talk about and the first one is the 2023 718 cayman gt4 rs i have been a huge cayman proponent from day one everybody is said underpowered that kind of thing and i think that was the big concern that we had was we didn't think that porsche would ever jump wholly into this cayman thing because the caymans were so well handling They were exceptional vehicles and they couldn't have something that would actually challenge their you know flagship vehicles but here we go we got the gt3 motor in the porsche cayman so the stats were 493 horsepower 9,000 rpms with 331 foot pound of torque um, it, honestly, this is everything we've ever waited for. Um, I Like I said, we didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, and that's the thing is, is, this is one of those vehicles that can really go against. Uh, it doesn't have the big top numbers of its, uh, its predecessor. And that's really just because there's a little bit more going on with the Cayman that didn't really match up to the car uh, aerodynamically. So there's some things that are going to kind of slow it down. But it, I don't think that's going to hurt it in any way, shape, or form when it comes to the handling side of it. Um, that's the thing is is the reason they did this was really because down the road they plan to go all electric with the Cayman um, so it's something that they want to see done just you know hey why not throw it against the wall and see what happens right uh, this is probably their last opportunity so there's a this is one thing I want to read this here is a small drop in power was because of the okay so the exhaust pipes were the issue Um, so yeah it really has a great little thing and it's going to be loud so it's going to be one of those really great vehicles that just it it fits perfectly so the transmission system is a seven speed dual clutch it's the rs standard uh it has a lower final drive so it's going to have a little bit more get and go suspension was stiffened and the springs adaptive with a bill string dampener spherical ball joints um, a lot of camber and uh, toe adjustments. You know, I'm kind of reading some of the stuff off here because I want to make sure I get a lot of it right too. The Mission Pilot Sports 2Rs, um, those are the perfect wheels. So, how much is this? It's going to be $143,050 uh, for the base. And then the Weissach package, which I hope I'm saying that right, uh, is going to be $20,000 less. It's about 20000 less total with uh, than the GT3 with that being weighing in at 3,227 pounds. And it still has, and I love the door handles. It's got the pull strap door handles. Um, So yeah, with the Weissitz package, you wanna make sure you get this right. Weissitz gets the hood, the mirrors, the intake, the wing, the swan neck, carbon fiber, uh, rear spoiler, the titanium exhaust tips, forged magnesium, optional wheels, and uh, 25% more downforce. So I think, and that's the thing is, is a lot of people were like, hey, you know, is anybody going to, you know, spend, um, you know, basically $20,000 or something like that to get all the cool things in their car? And I think the the answer to that is just a dedicated yes. If you're any kind of performance guy, and especially the Porsche guys are, you have to be. You just We've... Uh, lived by our 50-50 weight distributions, our aerodynamics, everything about it. I mean, it's it's one of the reasons I bought my car and was such a fan of it in the beginning was because a car that only had 220 horsepower was doing so well on the track and beating cars you know, much more sure-footed than it was. And that's something Porsche, I think, does really well. It has a car that doesn't have to make all the big power numbers. It just stands out among its peers and does well with what it has. So that's the thing is, is I think that was big. Now it gets better. <laughs> I can't believe it. But that, right after they announced this uh, GT4 RS, they went right into it and didn't even let the, the counter cool before they threw the next uh, plate on. And that was the Club Sport. And the Club Sport is obviously their racing version. Uh, if you've known anything with Porsche, obviously racing is a big deal for them and they do very well at it and that was something that you know we kind of expected to see but didn't expect it that quick Uh, but yeah even more performance even better look there's a lot of qualities but obviously something that is a um a track bred car now let me stipulate with i know a lot of people that have taken their race cars and made them street legal so this stuff is out there to obviously do it let's see what happens i would be very excited to see a gt4 rs club sport street legal car uh and i think it's totally doable i mean it already comes with the locking hub so it has the single nut in the middle of the wheel there so it makes it easy to to take everything apart i just like the idea of pulling up to like some place and you know hitting the button having the whole car come up and do it that way. I just think that would be awesome and amazing. And just, it's such a state. And that's something I don't know. They, a lot of people have looked down on these cars, especially the Cayman, for being this underpowered thing. And now we have a car that it's not underpowered, it is ready to go. And we're, it's going to be very interesting to see where this goes. And that's the thing that's unfortunate about it is, is now it gets all love and just you know now it's next it's going to be electric so it's going to be you know, that's the end of that but uh yeah that's the thing is is i think they'll still regardless of anything making a well balanced car and an awesome cool Porsche i think we're always going to get it but i'm always going to there's just something awesome about that old you know what i mean just that gt3 motor in the mid-engined Porsche oh it just i don't know i'm going to i'm going to digress to it later when i'm off the show but i hope you guys like it from that end and the thing is if it's a car that you'd want to own or tell us how you'd like to feel about the Porsche, or especially the cayman in the comments and let us know what you feel i mean i i everybody i've heard from loves them but you know what i mean i'm sure there's some guys out there saying hey you know what? my gt3 is better than anything else and if it is that's the thing is, is i'd love to see somebody put it on the track and test it out so, the next big thing was the Ferrari Daytona SP3. Now, what can we not say about this? Part of the Icona series from Ferrari, that's where they take their vehicles and they give like a futuristic vibe to an old system that they've done. So, like the SP2s, the uh, different things, it just race car versions Uh, race car street versions of their you know track bred race cars that were done in the 70s and stuff like that mostly because of their daytona wins and that so we kind of went you know where's this one going it's a v12 sourced uh it comes from the competitioni it's got 828 horsepower it's actually their most powerful uh ferrari that they've had yet uh and it rpms at 9500 rpms which is uh, just crazy 514 torque uh but yeah this is this is doesn't do some of the new things and one of the things i love about it is that it doesn't have it only has passive aerodynamics so the aerodynamics in it uh, use the body lines of the vehicle now you guys that used like any of the f40s and f50s that was something that was very cool about their cars and the uh the chimney setup so they have a way of flowing air from the ground up through the vehicle to get the downforce down the car and pull the car to the road. Uh, so that's something that's really cool. And I, I, one thing, and this is something you guys out there that love, I guess, the Testarossa stuff. I'm a huge Testarossa fan. I'm a huge, uh, love the V12 stuff. Uh, but yeah, it has kind of that cheese grater feel. And I think a lot of you guys, I think it was the was it, 348 uh well the predecessor to the 355 had in the testarossa both had the the sills and it seemed to want to go to that sill route i i would like to have seen more of the the sill application and more of that kind of you know 80s feel that i think ferrari i mean if you're going to do an icona series i mean it's something that's part of our history everybody got in the ferraris in the 80s that was kind of the big thing is that's People say it happened in the 60s and 70s, but let's be honest. The Miura got its first title of supercar back in the 70s. I know it was the word was used before that, but really people didn't attach to it. And we didn't get till really the 80s when people started getting a real, I think, love affair with what would be called an exotic car. And that was the time when, you know, and I think it was more too that, you know, we're seeing it on TV. We're seeing things like Cannonball Run. We were seeing... You know people that were publicly connoisseurs of automobiles not just i want to have a fast car i want to have a fast car that's going to get me there in style and that was something that was really introduced into these movie fields and i think even if you're you are doing a dedication to kind of that daytona stuff I don't think people got too much into the, you know, the topless kind of race car stuff. I think that's very unique, and that's for collectors and great, but the people out there in the street or the people out there in the world, they want to have something they can drive. That's what made the 360s and the 430s and even the 355 such a great car was because people could take these things out and they can drive them and and i understand this is a 2.25 million dollar collector car but the thing is is that if you're going to build something like this make it as good as the Enzo. We had tons of people that drove Enzos and Bugattis and put mileage on these cars. And even if it's a collector car, make it something that can go out there and challenge those guys, and uh, and have that kind of like I said, if we're going to go back, have that '80s feel to it. Uh, but yeah, all in all, the the, the Daytona SP3 is going to be an amazing car. Um, it's just going to be it's going to be part of kind of Ferrari's history going forward. And I do like the idea of car companies taking something that doesn't. This doesn't feel retro. That's something I think is totally overdone in the automotive world right now. Um it, the criticism of the kuntosh is a perfect example of you know people taking something that's part of their history and saying, why are we doing this? Uh and the thing is, is I don't feel that Ferrari's doing this the wrong way. I think they're doing it the right way. They're taking something that is making it new and not really saying this is this is that Daytona car this becomes a car unto itself and it brings something very special because it's something new and if if anybody remember the uh, six sp sp45 i think it was it was james glickenhouse made one i remember the beauty of saying this is how we should do it from here on and, and he's done a ton of great cars and i think those are good examples uh but that's the thing is this ferrari kind of took this model they're very good they they made a lot of custom one-off uh, race cars for their drivers back in the day and they're just taking that same mentality bringing it to the track and, and now it's here on the street and we're seeing it in in person and i think people are getting very uh very excited about it and that's the thing is, is it's you know all the buyers out there get jumpy the problem is is that uh, you're not going to, you're probably, it's it's going to be invite only. You're not going to be able to go out and say, hey, I want, you know, throw me an SP3 and I got the 2.25 million. There, you're going to get an invite. And if you didn't get an invite, you're not getting a chance to it. So I hope you guys are paying attention. There are a lot of, we're coming into the holiday season now. We're, everything's going to be going towards more of the Toys for Tots stuff. Uh, I'm hoping that we're going to have a little bit more cars. Uh, we did this show over at KD Design. Uh, on sunday and i was amazed and i mean we're here in almost finished november it's right off the day of thanksgiving and filling up lots with amazing vehicles that are just incredible coming out to support stuff like toys or tots uh the three toys or tots i've talked to so far and i'm sorry not just toys or tots because there's other agencies out there doing the same kind of stuff Uh, and these charities are helping people uh with all sorts of different stuff they're they're out there too, so I don't want to, you know, take take away from any of those people. But that's the thing is is here in the end of November, we're sitting out here doing car shows with tons of different great cars, and a lot of you guys haven't put your cars up for winter yet. And I know the cold is getting there, it's getting really close, but it's almost like you know what, it, it takes two minutes to really warm your tires up. Just just follow the cycling. I know it's all different for everybody, but for me it's you know, Thirty miles per hour, forty miles per hour. Get you get your traction up, and now you are driving no problem wherever you want to go. And it really isn't that cold, even in the north. It's been exceptionally perfect for driving weather, and cars love cold air in them that's just the reality so you know they don't listen to me you know you you talk to your specific guy about you know what should you be taking your vehicle out and if you should be going to these events but that's the thing is, is you if you don't consider them i think you're missing out on a good time and a lot of us are out here doing this stuff it's that's the thing is, is i think it's going to be something where we don't pack things up for the winter uh, especially in the north and kind of take it from those guys down in like miami and you know california and they've got their stuff where it's 24 7 non-stop car shows having fun driving out supporting charities and being positive towards your community and there's something with that that i think can't be taken away and when i go in and i see guys that are driving hot rods that are you know 60s 50s 60s and you know the load of the ground and everything i think you know what there's we can definitely do this we can go out and support it so but yeah we have a lot of stuff that's changing for us uh now we're going to go full swing with uh this channel we're going to do pick up some other people i'm hoping that we're going to get some other people on board with us uh to do some other stuff that was feature things like um some of the stuff with watches and sunglasses and uh i even want to do some cigars and wines and really talk about some stuff that You know, isn't uh, hasn't been something that we've usually ran into around here because we don't have a lot of time. Uh, And the thing is, I'm trying to escape burnout to get (laughs) all the stuff that we get out. But uh, but regardless, it's something that we're having a lot of fun with. So I want to keep doing it. I want to keep focused on what we're doing. Get the automotive news out there. Uh, If you have something where you have a new dealership, if you have. Uh, a new business if you have something that you're doing that nobody else uh, has we're looking for that kind of stuff and we're basically trying to feature people so that's the thing is it's something that you're looking to do we'd like to have you on the show we'd like to talk about you know your car your business your whatever your product and basically get some stuff that where we can sit around you know share some things over you know some coffee or share something over some wine whatever works you know it's it's a new world out there and i'm very excited about it so i hope you guys tune in i hope you like and subscribe we got more stuff coming as always so thank you for tuning in this has been the automotive news today this is your host primo and we will talk to you next time have a great day